Hello there and thank you for joining us on Hearthcast, episode number 274 for Patch 6.1. Our topic for this last episode of Patch 6.1 is getting back to making gold. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of Hearthcast. This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 274 of Hearthcast, Root makes good on his goal to make gold again and shares his strategies. Blizzard makes a change that we hope to see more of in the future. And we found a stunningly compelling argument for a lower level cap. So, hey, Root. Hey there, Freckle Face. How was your week in the Blizzard universe? It was a busy week, actually. I ran some old content. I fished, which, you know, might be a little bit of a surprise for you. I farmed different things. I ran LFR with you. I did some treasure hunting. I'm up to 88 treasures now, by the way. Getting caught up with that. I even ran a dungeon. And what that, for? Uh, for the Gammon Braid. You know, the one oh, that you Oh, yeah, do. the toy. Yeah. yeah. I am Gammon. I'm here to save you, whatever he says. Right. Yeah, I got that. So awesome. now I can be cool with everybody else in the race right. that pops that. So <laughs> I was missing out. Can't miss out on no. those things. No, you can't. And, you know, I, like I said, I had a very busy week. I kept to my strategy. I was very busy, but I'm very happy with the results of being busy. And I will share those later on in the show in our main content. What about you? How has your week in the Blizzard universe been? Uh, it's pretty awesome. You know, the last episode we talked about an upcoming um, Hearthstone meetup tournament um, type event. So this is on a Saturday. So the days leading up to that, all I did was play Hearthstone and tweak decks and experiment with things. And then on the day of, obviously played a ton of Hearthstone. It was like six hours, eight hours, something like that. We something were like that, yeah. Um it was a tournament of 16 people. I didn't make it past the first bracket. But you were in the tournament, and that counts. I was in the tournament, and here's the thing. like, I know three of the people who were also in the tournament. Like None of them made it past the first bracket either. So it was just one of those things. It was the best set of five. You had to win three games, obviously. But then you had to win a game with each of your classes that you picked ahead of time. Did you win any games? Yes, I did. Okay, well, that's yeah, we we did. Yeah, we we traded back and forth wins twice. Like he, he won, I won. He won, I won. And then it was the last game where it was warrior versus warrior. And oh he wow! Won. So it went yeah. down to the final. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. It went down to the fifth game. So there's that. And the thing about it is, it was a deck. It was a patron warrior deck, um, which I know you're not super familiar with it. But uh, patron warrior is this card that you put out. Um, he's three three, right? Three right. attack, three health. Got it. Whenever he survives damage, he summons another one. Mm. So as you can imagine, this can get a little ridiculous. Um, you can just kind of fill the board with these guys. <laughs> Especially if, if, if you do it right. Them. Right. Yeah. The sound can get a little bit obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a very fun deck, but it wasn't very solid as far as, you know, having um a super high win rate, you know, in most situations. You know, I just kind of picked it because, like, it's fun. When it wins, it can win hard. But 
you know, it's not a guaranteed thing. And I was talking to the guy afterwards. He's like, yeah, you know, I like that type of deck, but he was he was more conservative oh, with I his see. deck choice, yeah. going for something a little bit more proven, not really relying on combos. So that was my extent of playing in the tournament. Um, but other than that, just kind of like sat around the meetup area, uh, played a few games with uh, other people there. And uh, it was a good time, and they had a raffle with some door prizes. Yeah, which you won, one it of did. them. I won the best prize of all, <laughs> obviously. It was um, a pop vinyl figure of Sylvanas. Which was the only one out of the WoW series we didn't have here in our studio. That's true. And I'd actually been looking at um, buying it at some point, and we just never got around to it. So, and you know, she's just super cute and she's cool looking. She's got her bow and she's got a little male outfit going on. Yeah, we put her up there right next to Lich King. Yeah, because that's going to cause some tension. Yeah. Because, you know, he's the one that made her undead. Right. Killed right, her right. and then sucked her soul out or yeah. whatever he did to her. I'm not sure of it. Um, yeah, I tweeted a picture of that. And Disney Girl's like, yeah, it looks like Lich King's like, argh. And looks like Savannah's like, ah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to have her revenge, though. Oh, she will? Yeah. Yeah, she will. She's kind of scary up there. Yeah, I was super excited. Like, I was showing off. I was taking <laughs> selfies with it. I was telling everybody how much better my door prize was than theirs. Just yep. kidding. I wasn't. But I was very, very happy. So, it, like, I think I was happier with that almost than if I had gotten farther in the tournament. So Overall, I really enjoyed the tournament that we had. I was, uh, quote, unquote, working it, so to yeah. speak. Um, you were there as a participant, which is fine. Um, one of the things I didn't like about it is those who were eliminated from the tournament, a lot of them, as soon as they were eliminated, left. Including those who got to the final four. Yeah. And there was one guy who brought his fan club. Who brings a fan club? <laughs> he brought his fan club. He right. had a fan club. No joke. Yeah. And as soon as he lost, he was gone. Well, it's a tricky... It's a tricky thing to set up the atmosphere because um, there was kind of an outer room where there were snacks set out, um, you know, drinks and chips and whatever. And then the tournament was in kind of an inner room that see, and they told us to kind of like keep the noise level down before we started. It was super quiet. So I think time. that was part of it. You know, people are concentrating. And then once you're done playing, you know, there's what are you going to do? Play more. Yeah, but you're typically going to leave like the more serious, you know, um, situation. You know. Right, so, are you saying you were more like when you were done, you were just done because you're mentally exhausted and ready to go? Well, or? it's partly that. So, one thing is, you know, there's they took breaks in between the brackets, and I was like thinking about this before it started. If I had been if I had won my bracket and then gone around and tried to socialize with people there, like see how they were doing, it might have given me an unfair advantage to, okay, I stand behind somebody, I see what's in their hand, I see what's in their deck, then I go play against them the next round. It could have mm. happened. Okay. So now they're saying. mad because they're saying, well, you looked at my deck, oh, you know, yeah. you know what I have. So there's a little bit of, maybe not tension, but the thing is with the tournament is that since it's a competition and everyone's trying to be careful of everybody else, like not breaking the rules, it's just a different atmosphere. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's the only reason why it happened the way it did. All right. Well, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I will say that that 
overall, it was fantastic. The people who came for the tournament were absolutely great. The people who came for casual play were fan were also equally great. Uh, there were some people who showed up uh, who basically walked into the tournament because some people who RSVP'd and got a spot in the tournament of 16 didn't show up. Right. And so there's some people who walked in. In fact, one of the guys who walked in was the guy who you went against for the first round. I think he got eliminated second or third round. Okay, yeah, he was nice. He was very, yeah. and there was nobody there that was that was not nice. That was the one thing that I really liked about that tournament. There was nobody there that was not nice. Right. Um, my son Siren went. He played uh, casually in the corner, and mm-hmm. you know he was he got his some I don't know some card back. I don't know what he got. Oh, the fireside card back. He already had that. I don't know what he huh. got. He got something else. He got some cards. He you know he had a good time. Okay. Uh, he did notice that a lot of people were turning him down, and then I'm like, "Well, who are you challenging?" And it turns out he was challenging people in the tournament. I'm like, "Well, they can't oh. <laughs> really, you know." So yeah. Uh, but you know, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. You guys took off before the end, which is no big deal. And I stayed for the finals, which was really good because what it turned out to be was, uh, for lack of better word, uh, terms, it was USA versus UK. Oh. So we had a guy there who shows up from the UK. He's here in Orlando on holiday, on vacation. And he sees that there's a Florida fireside meetup group. And he sends a message to the group saying, hey, you know, I'm not in Florida. I'm not a native. I'm, you know, I'm from the UK. You're here on holiday. Can can I join? Can I, can I come to the meetup? And everyone's like, yeah, of course you can come to the meetup. Sure thing. Enter the tournament. He enters the tournament. He goes all the way to the finals. So two things happen here. This is an official Blizzard tournament. The winner goes on to whatever, regionals or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. And so now it's USA versus UK. So what happens if the UK guy wins? He really can't go on to regionals. (laughs) A little difficult for him to do that. So it was that was up in the air. Right. And this guy had gone almost undefeated the entire tournament. He lost one round before going into the finals. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's impressive. What they did is they set up uh, somebody using Apple TV in the in an outside room area, and she was basically um, uh, spectating their game. So we were able to see one of the players' cards. And it was really cool to watch you know, the logic and everybody mm-hmm. like, oh, did he misplay that card? I don't know. Maybe you should have waited on that. I'm like, you know, this guy's done really well. I've heard a lot of people talk, you know, and, you know, it's down to the wire. Except for this time, it was like it was 3-0. It was the quickest final I've ever seen. It was 3-0. The guy beat him. The USA guy won. Beat the UK guy 3-0. It was really interesting because first match was UK guy Warlock, USA guy, Hunter. The next match was UK guy, Hunter, USA guy, Warlock. So they switched specs, if you will, classes. Uh-huh. And then the third and final round, which turns out to be, was Warrior versus Warrior. Hmm, that's the mine I did. So it was yeah. a really good, and Dr. Boom played a significant role, and, you know, it was, it was <laughs> very, very, you know, and it was, I enjoyed watching, not only did I enjoy watching it, I enjoyed watching the people comment on it. That was the best. Right. You know, there were some people there who 
uh, or doing their own Hearthstone tournament in Lakeland coming up here uh, the same weekend that BlizzCon is. We'll have them on the show to talk with them about their Hearthstone meetup. They're, they're Johnny on the spot. Cards that were being played, these guys could have been actual tournament announcers. In fact, I think those two people, there were, I don't know if they're a couple or not, it was a dude and a girl. I think that their level of commentary was better than what happened in BlizzCon. <laughs> That's kind of a low bar, though. No. <laughs> wow, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but really, they, they, I mean, I was like, wow, I could, I could really listen to these people talk yeah. about the game. And it was, it was very entertaining. And the group kind of, it was really weird because, you know, not a lot of people stayed for the finals. It was a long day, though, to be fair. It really was. And those who did stay for the finals kind of ended up congregating towards it. Just kind of slowly everybody got together towards and watched that big screen. So it was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then the winner, 100 bucks Visa card, which we donated. You know, little props to ourselves there. We donated $100 Visa card for the winner. We donated um, 50 bucks for Red Lobster for the runner-ups. And $50 turns out to Burger King for the runner-ups. And so, every you know, everybody got something. Plus, we had Coliseum of Comics there who was giving off raffle stuff. You won Sylvanas. My son Siren run a, won a gift certificate. So there was, like, prizes galore going out. It was a really, was a really time. fun day. Yeah. So, all right. I kind of hijacked your spot there. I apologize. <laughs> no worries. Other than the awesome tournament that we took part in and you didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ruth. <laughs> what else have you been doing? So I hearthstoned out the last week uh, leading up to Saturday and on Saturday. Oh, you got burnt out of hearthstone? I burnt out of hearthstone, yeah. <laughs> when you said you hearthstoned out, I'm like, where'd you go? Back to your garrison? <laughs> oh, yeah, that the was a uh, weird choice of words. So Sunday, didn't play hearthstone at all. But Midsummer Fire Festival started. And this year at the Midsummer Fire Festival, there is two new toys. Oh. And a new pet. Uh, wait. What are the toys? I'm more interested in the toys than in the pet. Uh, there's a toy that's a cozy fire. What's and, it do? Um, uh, it puts out a campfire that and? increases spirit, and oh, it looks cool. Is it by like three? Is it by three? Yeah. The one I have, I think, raises it by some insignificant amount. Yeah, it's an insignificant amount. It's more of a nostalgic thing. Okay. Anything else? Um, there's also a toy that turns you it says turns you into something defender i, f- I forgot what it Ooh. is i haven't got that yet still working on it mm. and then maybe i have to reconsider my position on the midsire midsummer festival well here's the thing if you do want to do it um you can get all the stuff that you need just by going around the different campfires um because the the toys are 350 500 and the pet is 350 um you can get those just by running around the campfires and all the different continents. But there's only so many you can do on a character, and I have to look it up. So you can always just switch to an alt and do it on an alt if uh, you need more of the blossoms. Because I mean, And there's also dailies you can do, and I'm just like, eh. And there's also the uh, dungeon Ooh, that wait. you can queue for. Oh, now I'm interested. Now you're that, interested? Okay. See, that's what I like. I like the holiday dungeons. Okay, well, you can fight Frost Lord of Hewn then. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like that one. Okay, well, don't do it. <laughs> I know Make that. up your mind, Ruth. No, it's just that, that for some reason that is the one I just don't like. Does it take too long? No, it's just, you know. Is it the ice stone has melted? <laughs> Wait, I'm confusing. Maybe I'm confusing. Is that the guy who you can get 
you like walk into whatever incident it is, and a lot of times there Slave is. Pens. Okay, it's not the same one. Because one, I'm thinking about you go in, and there's usually like a mine that you can node on the or node you can mine on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. And then you go up to the dude, and 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 you have to fight him, but only when he's in certain phases. Yes. Okay, he like goes the below guy. the ground, and yeah, yeah and you fight the still, minions. Yeah, and people still attack him when he's below the ground. You're like, no, you, no, attack, attack the the ads. You're not doing any good <laughs> attacking the boss who is not, you know, he's immune to he's everything. Immune. Yeah. Okay, that is the same one. That annoys me. Well, so you're telling me I'm going to be annoyed again. That's fine. That's no, fine. don't do it then. No, no, no. There's something. No, no, no. no you don't have to. There's always something hope he might drop that he might not even be on his loot table that I'm going to get because hacks. <laughs> okay. So you're going to run and hack the holly buff. Yes. I'm going to totally say. hack him and I'm going to be like, I got invincible. <laughs> <laughs> and link the achievement and people are going to be like, what? <laughs> like, no, really. How can you see him though? <sighs> I made some good progress toward my uh, flying list. Oh. Got some more treasures. You up to 88 yet? A uh, ninety something. Well then, how about that? Yeah, gingerbread how about that? cookies. Grats on those. Is that my new nickname? Uh, okay. <laughs> Ginger is a redhead. Well, I thought that's what you're going with. I, Ginger bread cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I'm just mad that you got ahead of me. That's all. Because, like, we started, and you were in the 70s. I'm like, yeah, I got 77. And then I got, like, all the way up to 88, and now you're saying you're in the Well, 90s. yeah, and you logged off. Oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> Quit playing, you got ahead of me? <laughs> Here's the thing. I was thinking about this. You can't do treasures with somebody else. No, you can't. You can't, because you'd be like, no, nah, I got all those. And you have to find the one that you yeah, both don't have. Yeah, the ones have. that you don't have. Right. Or then it'd be like, oh, I got the treasure. Okay, I don't have the one. How'd you get it? Uh, let me wowhead that for you real quick because I don't really remember. Now, there are treasures that you can pick up if you have archaeology. I don't want to hear about it. But you don't have to have it at a high level. You just need to have the skill, which you said you already do. Yeah, but it's at like 200 or something, not even. What do you mean it's at 200? It's basic. No, what I'm saying is that if you have the archaeology skill, there are fragments that you can pick up that are part of the treasures. Oh, okay. So... At least having the archaeology skill. You don't have to do anything with it. Where do you pick them up from? Uh, mostly Spires of Iraq. Yeah. Oh, just, are they random? Are they just kind of sitting around? And you... they're, they're the same as the other Draenor treasures. All right. I yeah, think I being... tried that one time and my okay. archaeology level was not high enough and I got really irate because I climbed mm. a tree and I spent like an hour trying to climb that freaking tree and I finally get to the treasure that's on the freaking top of the freaking tree. And it's like, oh, no, you need architect or arch- whatever, 375 or whatever. Well, I'm like, I don't got that. Huh. And I got mad at, like, you know, you and uh, the add-ons and the Blizzard developers and probably some random creator of Murlocs for whatever reason. Because I was like, yo, you could have told me when I hovered over this thing that requires archaeology 375. I would have not spent the last hour climbing this stupid tree. Now, the handy notes, the Drain of Treasures one, which you talked about last week, does say requires archaeology well, if it does. Well, maybe Root wasn't using that at all. He at probably the time. wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's odd because the archaeology is only uh, level 100 something on my hunter. I was able to pick up some. I'll see what I have. When I get home, I will log into WoW. I will see what my archaeology level is and I will. I will okay. text you no matter what time it is. Are you is. sure you didn't try it before you picked up archaeology? Oh, I'm sure. Okay. 
I was mad. That's how mad I was because I knew I had archaeology and I and I literally oh, okay. it wasn't an you hour, but it, it was a long amount. Yeah, some of this jumping. Time. I just ah, there's one where you had to like climb up this rope to get up to a tree, and like the rope is like pinned to uh, it's got like a stake in the ground, and then you go up this like I can't do it. <laughs> I can't walk up this. It's too it's too narrow. I was watching a video on one of the treasures I was getting that was in a tree. Mm-hmm. And the YouTube video, the guy recommended zooming all the way in so you're like in first person mode. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And I did that and I was able to do it very fine. Oh. No problems. And there were like two other people who came over to try to do that and they missed the branch completely that I was on. So zoom in the first person mode. That helped me for that. And I don't remember which one it was. It was in um, the Grand. I can tell you that much, but I don't know which one it was there. But zooming in the first, it was always, I was already on the tree branch, and you go from one tree branch to another tree branch. You kind of like jump down a little bit. You kind of fall. Really. Right. But when you're in first person mode, you just like walk, 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 jump. And, and I guess in third person mode, you can't angle it right or whatever. I don't know. I just know that two people fell to their, well, they didn't die, but they fell down. Yeah. And I was like, well. Did you moves. laugh at them? Yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you have to. Of course. Yeah. There's only a few moments in game when you can totally just like, you know. Spit on someone's grave. <laughs> of course. There's <laughs> a little little extreme there. A little bit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then as you mentioned, you and I both ran a, an LFR. We only did one this time. Hall of Black died. Hand. I died, which means I lost Pepe. Never going to get that achievement. And then I'm like, hey, Fred, go back and get Pepe. And you're like, no, I'm too far away. I'm like, no, 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 they'll wait. You're like, no, I'm too far away. They wouldn't have waited. Look. The same group, the boss before that, there was like a paladin. They did write a check. The paladin, who's DPS, was like, hey, guys, I'm not ready. Give me a minute. They just started. They didn't care. Okay. In all honesty, I'm not trying to be little anybody or be a mean guy or whatever. Okay. The hunter pulled. Okay. Not the tank. That, well, still. That is typically how LFR groups work, though. They typically do not wait for DPS. And my other issue with that is I had picked up a daily to go into Skedis. And I don't know if you know where Skedis is, but it's just it's so difficult to get to. It is so frustrating because it's in Spires of Iraq. It looks like on the map that you need to go to Spires of Iraq to get there. So you go there. It looks like there's a clear path. You get closer, you think you're good to go, then all of a sudden there's like a crevasse in your way. A crevasse? Yeah. Are you, are you Bear grills now? A crevasse, yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just saying. And what you actually need to do is to go into Talador. For those of you in the southern United States, she's talking about a crevice. So it took me 20 minutes to get to Skedis. Oh, well, okay. And then the queue popped, and then I'm in Hall of Blackhand, and then I die. Now Pepe's gone. I didn't feel like hearthing back to my garrison and then having to make my way back to Skedis again. Okay. I can, I, I feel your pain. Okay. Can I, am I allowed to give advice? Sure. You I have, might not take it. Okay. She can give it. You have two hearthstones. Uh-huh. When you get to Skedis, set your hearth there. You can't. No, you can't. There's no player to set your heart? No, it's not a friendly place. Oh, okay. Well, then. Or else you can just take the flight point if it is the friendly place. But In that case, I can see why you yeah, didn't go back and get Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you didn't die the next time. Nope. Well, we got rid of somebody. I don't know who we got rid of. A couple people joined, and a couple people joined, and we just like knocked it out of the park yeah, the next time Yeah, so I'm like, of course, you know, we live this time, but 
Oh, but well, I'll get I called eventually. that one. I called that you one did. early on. I'm like, they're not going to do it. Yeah. Because this thing is pushing for the sake of pushing. It is ignoring mechanics. The 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 LFR itself ignored its own mechanics. Because we had like three stupid siege engines out, which the people weren't driving over the mines. And we still broke down to the, you know, <laughs> because they kept doing DPS yeah. on the boss. Like, oh. Uh, we need to push our LFR days up earlier in the week, though. We do. We yeah. do. We can't wait for Sundays. No, like, we can't. It's just like, you know, Sundays are like the best days. For you. For both of us. All right. Well, put it on a schedule. We'll start doing them, you know, Tuesday night. Well, you know, the problem is we say that and then my raid team's going to come back up here pretty right. soon and then that night's gone. Yeah. IRL. What can you yeah. do? Yeah. Good old Earl. He is just around a lot these days, you know? Yeah. I'm going to start you know, charging him rent. <laughs> up next in general chat sharing some secrets of wow gold making now there are books and guidelines and systems and so-called secrets to making gold in the world of warcraft over the years of new expansions many of the methods fell to the wayside while others became the de facto standard of what to do for gold you could pay hundreds of dollars for these gold guides or you could just spend a few moments listening to Root share exactly what he's doing to make gold in Draenor. In our last episode, we talked about making a list of things to do that you want to do and get done in Draenor. And one of the more important items on my list was getting back to making gold. And I decided to, to keep true to my list, and I dedicated a lot of my time this week to doing just that. Now, before we get started in this little uh, rundown of everything we did, or I did... I want to make perfectly clear, any prices mentioned for anything in here are based on the server that I play on. Your prices will vary based on your server. They could be higher, they could be lower. So please, please do some investigating before you take my word. This just worked for me. So first of all, we're going to talk about making gold on the auction house. First and foremost on my list is flipping. You cannot disregard flipping. We had an entire episode dedicated to flipping and how I flip things for profit on the auction house. So I find things that sell like, you know, frostweed. It's very popular. I buy it when it's low because some people really just put it up there to sell. They don't really know what they have. I buy that, I package it up together in a larger amounts, like 20, 25 stacks, whatever. And I sell it and make a profit. Now, with that, I can easily turn a few hundred gold a day, which, you know, granted isn't a lot, but that adds up. On a good day, I can see a return of about 1,000 gold in profit. So, there's nothing to sneeze at. Flipping is a valuable way to do The best thing I like about flipping is I don't have to have inventory. I go look at the auction house. If the auction house has my inventory, that is where I get it from. I don't have to worry about anything else. I don't have to worry about getting it myself. I just buy it from the auction house and flip it. You also don't want to forget about what you already have. Freckleface, when is the last time you visited your farm in Pandaria? Um, I went to go buy the knife set that apparently I was missing. The Ginsu knives? Yeah. Okay. And you decided to stop by your farm? 
Yeah, but it, I didn't do anything. There. Was anything there? Was it like some, you know, juicy yeah. carrots, whatever they were? There's some stupid snake root. All right. There's some bunnies and chickens. Do you know that a full harvest, which is 80 witch berries, sells for over 300 gold on our server? Really? Yes. Why? I don't know. Somebody somewhere needs something with witch berries. That doesn't make any sense. Over 300 gold. And it, Maybe it, they're still feeding Nami. <laughs> they might be. And it <laughs> takes nothing. You go through, and I mean, now, it is it is beyond trivial to deal with any of the, you know, yeah, the Farmville stuff. Hawks. It doesn't take a lot of time. It's just matter. The hardest part is getting there. But once you're there, bam, you get it knocked out pretty quick. Cabbage and scallions, by the way, over 200 gold. So if you get tired of witch berries or the market becomes too saturated, you can always look at scallions and other things, cabbage. There's plenty of stuff that sells. In addition to not forgetting what you already have, don't forget where you've already been. Volatile water from Twilight Highlands, which is everywhere, and it is like... Stupid easy to get. 22 gold a piece. Not a stack. A piece. 22 gold. You run by, you sneeze on someone, they die. You pick up volatile water. That's interesting. Now, the fire and the air are a little lower, like 9 gold a piece. Um, and the fire course drops in Mount Hyjal. The air drops in Oldham. But if you're going to go over to Twilight Highlands, pick up the water, 22 gold a piece. So I didn't realize that this stuff still had value. I've been kind of vendoring the older stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's value. Oh. It's why I don't have very much gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I showed you just a little side note here. I showed you how much gold I had. I don't want you to say it, but I showed you how much gold I had um, two days ago. That's when we were there, right? Saturday, two days ago from right. today. Since then, I now have 6,000 more gold than that. Nice. So just that. That's all I wanted to say. There are items used for crafting that people are too lazy to go get themselves. Cloth is a big one. And I'm talking cloth from any level. You go run Sholomance and it's, again, trivial run through Sholomance right now. You collect all that cloth that drops off of everybody off the trash and everywhere else. You sell that for massive amounts of profit. The other thing you do is you buy the raw materials for crafting something, which they sell stupid low. And I'm not saying that people don't know what they have, but if you know what you have, you know what's going to sell, what what it's used for, rather. For instance, I buy the raw materials for Potion of Illusion, and I gave you some of those. Congratulations. Hope you're happy. I am. I get to be a pretty blood elf sometimes. (laughs) How nice. Okay, My, my cost, raw hard cost, is 29 gold. A single potion of illusion sells for over 100 gold. Ooh. So, so it's like a profit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Enough profit working for it to give some away and to have fun with. Because they are fun. They so. really are. Yep. And there are a ton, a ton of other items used for crafting. Everybody knows their little secrets, what they use for crafting. It's very popular to do. Now, I mentioned this one at the top of the show. Fishing, freckle face. Fishing. I've been fishing in my garrison. I don't like fishing. I really don't. It's a little boring, isn't it? 
Yeah, but you gave me the secret. Netflix. Netflix. What are you watching? Uh, um, the new, the new um, uh, Agents of Shield. Oh. Yeah. So I watched that, and then then I use um, was a Fisherman's Friend, and Fisherman's Friend's very simple add-on. What it does is it, it, it adds right-clicking fishing, so you just double right-click as soon as you have your fishing pole uh, equipped. Double right-click, it casts. I just put my cursor over where the bobber is. It also illuminates the music, turns off the ambient sounds, makes it very easy to hear when the fishing bobber, you know, fishes, whatever, goes down. And you right-click, you have whatever. And I just do that for while I'm watching the show. In the show, I look over there, I'm like, oh, man, I got a bunch of crescent oils. I got a bunch of this. I got a bunch of that. What I'm looking at right now is the majority of the fish that I'm that I'm getting when I cut them or not cut them I'm getting over over a K for a stack of 20. Usually for the gutted ones, you know. Yeah. Over a thousand gold. Wow. And I'm sitting here watching Netflix. Why not? So you're talking about the flesh itself, not just the fish? Right. I'm actually right. catching the fish, getting a big pile of the fish, and uh-huh. I'm going through, and I'm like, okay, if I right-click on this, it guts it or cuts it or fillets right. it or whatever it does. And I get a stack of those, and I get 5, 10, 15, 20, sell those at a 20,000 gold. Now, I could also use those uh, fish to in, in alchemy to create something from there, too, which I do from time to time. I use those for my own purposes. But I, you know, I do sell a very, a very uh, high amounts of those for gold because, like I said, a stack of 20 go for a thousand gold. Why not? A lot of people don't like playing the auction house. I don't know if you knew that, Freck. I'm aware. I think you're one of those yeah. that, that just are. I'm, I'm not going to say intimidated, but because that's not what it is. They just. No. It's time, and they don't want to spend the time doing it. It's time. I have limited time. You know, it's not something that super interests me. All right. So, what if I told you there was ways to make gold off the auction house? A lot of gold. I'd be very interested. All right. Well, some of it does include the auction house, but not not directly. Obviously, first one big uh, elephant in the room is the gold token. Spend your hard-earned cash that you slave away for. 20 US dollars, you buy a token. Right now, it is going for about 26K on the gold token market. You could do that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. To me, right now, I did it once and I got a very good return for mine. I was right on the spot. You know, right when it came out, I made like 30, what is it, 35 gold on mine, 35,000 rather on mine. Haven't done it since because. You know, twenty six thousand gold isn't really that's that's not much more than a dollar a piece of gold, and to me that's not worth it. So that's there. Just no, I'm just you know I'm acknowledging it. Your garrison followers, Freck, if they have the treasure hunter uh, trait for right now up until maybe tomorrow, <laughs> patch six point two is going to kill this a lot. Missions are going to be nerfed. Now, the speculation on this is you're getting actual diminishing returns on your account, which basically means it is your main character versus any of the alts that you may have. How Blizzard is determining what is your main and what is your alt is, you know, it's wizardry, really. It's magic. Nobody really knows. But they know which is your main and they know which are your alts. And you have diminishing returns on your gold missions on your alts, and you kind of get the, the better ones on your main. However, with my main, there have been days when the gold stacks up and I make over a thousand gold. I just go down and pick all my gold missions. I have a lot of gold missions today gold, 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 gold. Go out, come back, you know, three, five, six hours later, thousand gold. Fantastic. 
It's going to be majorly nerfed, but there will be other ways. You'll still make some gold, a decent amount of gold on there. So it's not something to dismiss right now. It's still a way to make gold. And it's very passive, too. You do it, you're done. Repeatable turn-ins. You're running around in uh, Nagrand. You see some of those little, I don't know whether they are, elks or some kind of little creatures running around. They're in groups by trees. You Are you talking about books and the Alex? The El- no, no smaller not the ones. There. The ones that look like little, uh, uh, now you said elks, now I'm thinking. Of <laughs> the ones that look like little antelopes. They got the two horns, a little small, like look like Clutch deers. With, no, no, small. 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 They look like little antelopes with two big horns, but they're skinny. They're not Talbots? Nope. I don't know. Anyhow, just go around trees. You'll see them hovered around the trees. You AOE them. You kill them. They're very easy to kill. They drop hardy suit bones. In about 15 minutes, you can gather 75 gold worth. They drop like crazy. Just run around the ground and kill stuff around trees. That is literally all you have to do. And they're yellow to you, so they're not going to attack you until you attack them. It's very simple. And you run back and... You know, after about 15 minutes or 20, whatever you have to spare, you run back there and you turn it into the dude who makes his soup. That's got to be some one heck of an amazing soup he's making. Really, 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 really big. Yeah, really meaty. He's got a lot of marrow in it. It's going to be really good. But, you know, easy 75 gold in 15 minutes. Why not? It's there. Going back, this is going to take you back a little bit, Freck, here. Uh, mop dailies. Remember those? We had actually had dailies. Oh, uh, yeah. You remember dailies? dailies. <laughs> <laughs> remember dailies that then when you finish those dailies, they unlocked more, more dailies? dailies. <laughs> All right, so you go back there, clacks you run. All right, now it takes about five minutes because we destroy everything as with our DPS right now because we're so high up now. We're level 100. Five minutes, 68 gold. That's not bad for five minutes. So while you're there, you go over to the shadow pan. It's about the same, 5 minutes, 65 gold. Got a little more time. Gold and Lotus takes about 11 minutes of your time. 109 gold. So you're doing some mop dailies. You might spend, you know, 30, 45 minutes doing mop gold, uh, mop dailies, rather. But you're going to get over 100 gold, almost 300 gold just for doing those. But if that's not your thing, if you don't want to go back to doing dailies, which they can be tedious because you got to pick them up and you got to turn them in. I get it. I get it. I'm with you. Transmog runs. These are fun. If you have something that does like a constant AOE damage or something that's an insta spell, I recommend that. You know, like actually uh, talent into those. Hellfire Citadel or the Ramparts. We're talking BC content. It, you, again, you sneeze at stuff and it dies. There are transmog items that drop in there that sell for thousands of gold. Zulgarub, the one over in Tenaris. They, again, both of these guys, all of these, have a chance on dropping some really high gold transmog items. Now, the drop rate is low. You might get some greens. That sell for, you know, 500, 600 gold. That is really low-hanging fruit because when you da- when you get one of these uh, real rare drops that drop, we're talking 15, 20, 75,000 gold. 
That's crazy. So I thought I spent a lot on my uh, gold pasties for my paladin back in the day. I spent eleven thousand. That's nothing. Yeah, apparently. Old War is also a fantastic place to go because people, especially Death Knights, love that stuff. And they either don't know or don't care or don't want to go back and run that content. Now, there are some of these places that you're going to go in uh, that are going to require more than one person. You might need another person to go in with you. But, you know, if you find someone who is equally as engaged in making gold and doesn't mind going on a, a transmog run, they'll go in there with you. Because you get what you get, you know. Pet runs. Kind of like transmog, but you're looking for pets. So you have to go where the pets drop. AQ-40, Molten Core, Blackwing Lair, Serpentine Cavern, Karazhan, Next Ramus, Tempest Keep. All these places drop pets. Freck, I don't care a hoopla about pets. I know. Completely opposite of you. But if I put a, a pet from one of those places up online... On the auction house, it is going to sell very, very quickly for a lot, a lot of gold. Well, they're part of achievement. Anything that's changed for achievement is going to get you some gold. Right. Plus the fact that you top on that, that it's a pet. And people are like, oh, there's the pet. I love that pet. You earlier today, Freck, you were giggling. I squeed. You did. Over 6.2 patch note, Pepe, you can put, you can dress Pepe up in 6.2. Right, no, not even dress Pepe up. This is what I squeed about. They added a toy in 6.2. Oh, yeah. Where when you use it, it transforms you into your current pet. Woohoo. so awesome. Yeah, you know what's funny is that we have such polar opposite reactions Look, to that patch note. You remember it when I gave you the Gregarious Grail? I still have that one. Wouldn't you like to turn into the Gregarious Grail? Wouldn't you think it'd be cool? No. No? No. I want to turn Not even to, a little? No, no, because I want to turn to something big like Gammon. They have really big uh, battle pets. All right, don't try to sway my opinion right now in the middle of a podcast, Freckleface. All right, you just <laughs> wait till we're on some raid and I turn into some cool-looking pet, and you're just like, Freckleface, I'm so jealous. I won't even notice you. You will notice me. <laughs> we'll see. I'll be like, I'm Freckleface, hear me roar. <laughs> But the bottom line is don't discount the pet runs that you can go on and get all kinds of pets. I went on one. I got some kind of a spider. And I've been on it before and I got a spider. I got the spider again. I'm like, yay, a little spider. And I put it on the auction house for like 5K. It sold within like seconds. So that can happen. Old Dungeons and Raids. And this is what I was talking about, about finding a friend who's into making some gold and going with them. Heroic Dungeons. This is what I was talking about, about finding a friend and going in with them and making gold together. Heroic Dragon Soul is going to yield you over a thousand gold per run. It's going to take you some time because, you know, it's not face roll content 100% yet. Pretty close to it, though. But it does help if you have another friend in there with you. Blackwing Descent, you're going to find in there, uh, this is one of the ones you want to run in and just look for some trash kills. You're going to find the Hide of Cromangus. That's going to sell for about 15k, by the way. 
And of course, every so often, your blade of wizardry will drop, which unfortunately, one time I actually equipped. Oh, no. I was so mad. And Blizzard's like, yeah, well, so sorry. So I was like, <laughs> I equipped it. I meant to look at it and I equipped it. Can I get that on whatever? Like, yeah, no. no. It's soulbound. It's yours. And that sells for like 10 to 20K, depending on uh, what's, you know, the availability of that on the server. Now, one of my favorites to do is trash runs. It's where you go into a uh, dungeon or an instance or a raid, and you don't ever engage a boss. You just kill trash, kill trash, kill trash, kill trash, and reset. Go back out, reset the instance, the instance resets, you never save to it. You go back in, kill trash, kill trash, kill trash, never engage a boss. Black Temple is a fantastic example of this. You go in and kill a bunch of trash, you can net over a thousand gold just from going there and running around killing trash. You have zero threat, zero, you're nothing. They ignore you. You're killing them. There's nothing they can do. It's face roll time. As long as you don't engage the boss, you can continue to do this and do this and do this, netting thousands and thousands of gold. I've given everybody plenty of examples of here of how to make gold in WoW. This information is stuff people actually pay money for, Freckleface. No joke. I know we said at the top of the intro of this segment, hundreds of dollars, and people do pay hundreds of dollars for this information. It is so simple to learn. All you have to do is see what people are paying for in the auction house, research it, see where it's coming from, go get it yourself. That is exactly, I mean, you're, you're talking maybe 20 minutes worth of research. Find out where this stuff drops from, go in and get it. And everything's going to vary. Your server might, you know, there might be people paying thousands of gold for something that another server people pay hundreds of gold for or vice versa. So your mileage is going to vary for with this information. But spend a little bit of time and do a little bit of research, find out what people are buying, find out where it comes from, and go get it and put it up on the auction house and make thousands of gold. Now, we asked you all on Twitter what your number one gold resource for the Warlords of Draenor was, and this is what some of you had to say. Lothwin says garrison gold missions on six level 100s with level 3 in and treasure hunters and salvage yard. That my rogue says he is selling pets. Morrison says the garrison while it lasts. Meg offers this advice: garrison gold missions and farming old content. Seraphis says garrison quest to treasure hunter trait followers. Middle finger Bill says he is doing just the missions each day. It takes him less than ten minutes, one to three times a day. On the boxes, he cashes them in once a month. He has eleven horde tunes. And between missions and vendoring salvage, he is getting roughly 100 to 125k a month. Donnie Hawkins says the barn and savage bloods, but it may change this week. We'll see. They may yet still be in demand and maybe more so. Big Bear Butt says number one is Garrison Gold Missions. Number two is vendor all greens from salvage crates. Number three is selling crystals from disenchanting purples. Scott Battery says missions. And Spanky Hunter wraps us up by saying gems, enchants, 125 buff food, pets, augment runes, garrison gold until the patch. The biggest component in gold making is time. With enough time, having a ton of gold to buy whatever you'd like to buy isn't that big of a deal. Getting gold capped no longer becomes an issue. Buying your way into a mythic carry becomes an easy consideration. 
It all boils down to the priorities we set within the amount of time we each have to play the World of Warcraft. And I personally wish all of you the best in whatever brings you the happiness in the game we all love. Making headlines in gaming news. Blizzard announced a name reclamation process that is going live with patch 6.2. Now, it has always been kind of an uh, unwritten rule. Uh, something kind of had to be in the know about it. But that Blizzard hasn't really liked people sitting on names. No, they don't like that a lot. Taking something um, that would be popular that somebody would use, uh, being kind of sitting on an inactive character. Uh, back in the day when I was complaining about not being able to get the name Freckleface on a, a realm I wanted to transfer to, uh, one of our listeners informed me, like, you know, you can contact a, a GM and they will usually free that up for you if, if it's something that legitimately um, has gone inactive. So I did that and I was able to get Freckleface on that realm. I was very happy. Um, and it looks like they're kind of automating that process in that they are going to release names for characters that haven't been logged into um, since I think the date was uh, December 7th, 2010. That's how I got Shoot, by the way. Yeah? Yeah, Shoot was occupied, and I'm like, yeah, but the guy hasn't used it. He's like a level 7 or something. Yeah. And so I contacted GM. I'm like, hey, can I get Shoot? Because I've got, you know, Root and Fruit and Root and all that. She's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the good thing about it is that it will free up some of the GM time because now they're going to be automating this process. Um, and they also said they're going to start doing it about every expansion or so near the uh, release. Because that's when a lot of players come back. Right. And create new characters because they made a new race available or a new class available. And you need more names available. So if you do have a character that you haven't logged into in a long time, you want to make sure it doesn't get taken. Just make sure you log in that tune. I mean, and like I said, 2010s, that's a long time. Um, they might make their windows a little bit more narrow in the future. We'll see. One of the notes that I read said you had to log in and play. Huh. So you may need to do a little more than just log in, go do a quest. You know, do something. Interesting. I don't know what they... Well, what, what they, if it's your bank tan? I don't know. Man. Maybe just walking around a certain amount of time and not just like logging in and logging out. Maybe look at play time. But I have a Torrent named Cash Cow <laughs> with C A C H E because okay. it's my bank tune. All right. That's and I love it. And if that ever got flagged, I'd be really mad. Well, no, but I think in that, if you log into your bank tune and you are actually playing, in other words, there is time played. If you do a yeah. slash played and it shows something versus like, okay, I logged into that character and now I logged out, which right. is not a lot of time. No. That's what I think they're going to look at. It's probably some kind of a, you know, they know how long it takes to go to the bank and do some your banking and whatnot. I think there's going to be a nice, happy medium in there. I'm sure. So I am glad that they are freeing up these names. I'm kind of curious if we see resurgent of um, those like really hard to get like three or four character names. Bob. That you never see because the person who made it like made it in vanilla and then stopped playing. And- Jim. So that'll be really interesting. Yeah. Move. I saw somebody in a raid the other day just called End. <laughs> Andy, End. And everyone's you know like, how did you get that name? I think I know that. Per- I think they're in our meetup. End? I- yes. I think we have. I think that person came to our meetup one time and said that they got the name End and it was available and they were just, oh, they were just blown that's away. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Maybe it's the same person. Could that'd be, be really weird. 
I was very surprised that the name Root was available. Well, everyone's familiar with like coding or whatever computer stuff. Well, you do. the spell Root R O O T in the game, a phonetic spelling of that is R E W T. Right. Well. Well. If you were a druid, or you know, you could like, I want to get that name. True. So. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so we're going to have to keep people posted on what's happening and when these name changes are becoming available. So stay tuned to the show or just stay tuned to the Blizzard Twitter feed and you'll know that. You know, I want to take a little bit of time out here at the show and thank everybody who has gone to our Amazon link and uh, hit that to buy their Amazon stuff. We do see the results of that and we are very, very appreciative of that. If you head over to hearthcast.com forward slash Amazon, it's going to, you know, you're going to end up on Amazon. You're going to pay exactly the same amount as you would as you're buying anything else. It's just a little bit comes back our way. And that helps us offset cost here in the studio and uh, helps us, you know, feel good about doing what we do every day because we really do love putting on this show for you guys. And it really makes us even that much more happy when we see something come back our way. So thank you for those of you who are using the uh, our Amazon link. And for those of you who aren't, please give it a shot. Go over there, hearthcast.com slash Amazon, and uh, yeah, see what you get. I found this forum thread on a MMO champion, and it was just a very eloquent and articulate argument for the need to level cap. At what? At 60, preferably. Or at the very least, not make any more levels after level 100. Just stop making levels. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. when you hear this argument, I think you'll agree. I think you'll understand. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. So. I'm all ears for your face. Make WoW go back to level 60. I was just thinking this. Maybe Blizzard could make the game so that it goes back to level 1 to 60. Because level 1 to 100, that is just a lot of level. To basically level from level 1 all the way to level 100. I mean, who is actually going to do that? Granted, I know that there are those that will do it, but I mean, that is just a lot of level. At least for me. I know I myself will not want to grind at all those levels, going back through all that old content. All of that 1 to 60 content, all of that Burning Crusade Outland content, all of that Wrath of the Lich King content, and all of that Cataclysm content, and finally all of that Mr. Pandaria content. I was just thinking this. Maybe Blizzard could somehow make the game go back to level 60. Basically, turn all the levels only go up to level 60. Because WoW is getting old now. WoW is just getting too many levels now. Just too many levels now. Level 1 to 100? Really? Who is actually going to do that? I mean, for the new player. For the absolutely new player who's just getting into the game for his very first time. For those new players who know absolutely nothing about WoW, I don't think they will actually do it. I don't think they will actually level all the way to max level. Because it is overwhelming. All those levels, from 1 to 100, you got to be kidding. That's what the most new players would probably think. I know myself that I would be thinking that it's just overwhelming to try to level all the way from level 1 all the way to 100. Basically, WoW is just getting too many levels. Should WoW stop at level 100? Yes, I think so. I hope the next expansion after Warlords of Draenor won't continue on after level 100. I hope there won't be another level cap increase like in all the expansions. 
Who is going to level? What new player is going to level characters starting from scratch, starting from level 1, all the way to something like level 110 or level 120 or level 130, whatever. Basically, I just hope there won't be another level cap increase and they will stop at level 100. Okay. <laughs> so, long story short, there's too many levels. I think he said that a couple times. <laughs> Because 1 to 100 is a lot of levels. It is. But don't they have the boost? <laughs> the boost and Free heirloom items and, and dungeons. and <laughs> <laughs> not, not to mention the most obvious fact that it still takes a lot less time to get to level 100 now than it did to take the 60 back in the day. Now, granted, I, I will say this. I have always been a proponent before even the level boost came out. I said that in order for Blizzard to continue, that they had to make something available to get the character to the level cap of the previous expansion. Right. They should give that for free, I always said. And that's what they're kind of doing right, already. Right, that's what they're doing. This is no no new news. Where's this guy been? That's my I don't question. know. <laughs> well, his, his argument is just flawless. That, that, flawless? That was, yeah, flawless. Really? That was <laughs> my whole intention in uh, sharing this post. <laughs> You can't argue that. Heirlooms, level boost, dungeons, friends grinding you. But Root, it's just too many levels. (laughs) Level one to level 100. (laughs) My mind is broken because it doesn't take much time at all to get to like, you know, especially, okay, you and I talked about this before. I said, you, you have not used your boost yet. No. You're like the last person on the planet <laughs> to not <laughs> use it. sitting there. And so I suggested, Freckleface, you need to get to level 60. Whatever character you do, choose a character, get to level 60. There, Therefore, you get your professions upgraded. Right. And what was your response to me? I would rather have the level 1 through 60 done for me than to get the professions done for me. Right, because you said you didn't mind taking care of professions. You did, that didn't yeah. bother you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have and, too many catch-up mechanics for that right now anyways. Right. And for me, I'm like, t- to me, I'd rather level to 60 to get to know the character and then right. boost to 100. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Just so just so you're well aware of this. Okay. As soon as you boost to 90, you don't get to go to Draenor. I know. You're locked in. You're locked into a starting zone area. Yeah. You can do like 1 to 60 and then boost. You're still locked into that starting area. Mm-hmm. You've got to go through this thing where they drop another spell in for you. Right. Drop another spell in for you totally screw with your little action bars and everything else. Of course. Yeah, you're like, oh, bless you, come on. So, they teach you, like, I know what I'm doing. I got this. Here's my problem. I boosted another warlock. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I'm doing on a warlock. I don't need to go through training 101 on a warlock. Let me know. Where's this? I might try to do my spells because muscle memory, right? It ain't working. I'm like, why is my five not working? Oh, I don't have that spell. Oh, okay. So, again, this guy's lag. I mean, where's this guy been? What rock has this guy been sleeping <laughs> under and then decided to show up and go, oh, by the way. Too many levels. Too many levels, 1 to 100. Level 1 to 100, really? Paragon levels are coming. You know that, right? Who is actually going to do that? Paragon levels. They did it in, in Diablo. They're going to do it in WoW. It's the same thing. You're going to get the 1 to 100, they're going to stop at 100 and give you Paragon Level 1, Paragon Level 2. And Paragon Levels are unlimited. All those levels? All of those levels. All the levels, Freckleface. All the levels. I'm telling you, Paragon Levels are coming. Well, wow, I was just getting too many levels, and I'll just leave it at that. (laughs)
This is a gold mine that you found. I am really impressed. Stunning argument. I'll just say that again. I think my favorite sentence, as dude says, is, granted, I know there are those who will do it, but I mean, that is just a lot of level. That's a lot of level. <laughs> Plato. That's what I'm saying. Plato? Next Plato on our hands. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. At first, I thought you were saying Plato. No. A little confused. Yeah. <laughs> like, Plato. I make the best Plato's uh, snakes. Well, I you, make good snowman. If you curl up the snake, it becomes a snail. It's awesome. Uh, wow. So, I ain't taken that level wow. yet. <laughs> <laughs> or, I, or pasta. I like using know. cookie cutters. Oh, yeah. Those things are great. <laughs> Uh, too many level, freckle face. Too many level. <laughs> Want to thank everybody who contributed uh, this week to our gold making tips. Thank you for sharing your secrets. Those got added in. If I missed one, if not, we shared it with everybody. And now your secrets are out for everybody to make gold. Because they're going to take your gold and make it, you know, because there's that much, you know, currency floating around <laughs> that's the thing about wow i can't take a gold from you and you not make another just make another what you think is like play money or something <laughs> <laughs> no because you can buy tokens oh true true <laughs> don't forget folks you can follow us on twitter i am at hearthcast the lovely lady across from me is at hearthcast freck she uh responds probably faster than i do that's kind of flipped hasn't it yeah yeah here recently yeah it has you can follow the show at HearthCast, but, uh, you know, mainly follow, follow Freck. That's a thing to do. That's what all the cool kids are doing. And as we close the show this week, we want to thank each of you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at HearthCast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HearthCastFreck and at HearthCastRoot, or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page. Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Ruth and Freckleface. I love the Twinkie. I don't know how to explain this because level one to 100, that is just a lot of level to basically level from one. All the way to level 100. <laughs> I can't make it, Ruth. <laughs> it's worse being out loud. <laughs> it's all you. You got to do it right away. I'll do it. Pull yourself together, woman. <laughs> yeah, water. That's what you need. <laughs> water is always the solution. Always. Okay. <laughs>